that's when you become undeniable. And then once you become undeniable, it doesn't matter who you meet or who you know, people are like, I have to have this guy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 148 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast, your weekly dose of entertainment, education, and inspiration to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Speaking of entertainment, I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to welcome Mike Parker back for another round. Welcome to the show, sir. What's up, guys? How y'all doing, man? What's up, Cole? How you doing, buddy? Good, amazing, bro. So uh, Mike's been a big part of making this show happen without even realizing it. Years ago, before the pandemic uh, closed all the comedy clubs, Mike and I were grinding away together at multiple open mic nights per night, uh, getting paid in drinks, burgers, sweet potato fries, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> eating cash. <laughs> so, with, with the dream of both of us becoming full-time professional stand-up comedians in Los Angeles. Um, when the pandemic hit, I went into full-time online coaching and podcasting with my wife, as you all know, although I never made it as a full-time comedian, God called me a different direction. And to this day, laughter has been a critical component of our show, our health, and even our aesthetic goals. These days, he's hitting the clubs in Los Angeles and doing exactly what I always wanted to do. And, you know, again, uh, you know, it's uh, like I said, you know, God's plan versus your plan is, is not always the same. Um, and so, you know, uh, you're, you're going in a different direction and it, and it still involves entertainment. And, uh, you know, you're still reaching out to people. So, you know, uh, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. And uh, and it also gives you a chance to be with your family, you know. So it's like kind of like what's priority, you know, and, and, and somebody like me who, to be honest with you, I, I don't have, you know, like uh, a significant other. I don't have any children. Uh, so somebody like me, uh, it's a little bit more, you know, flexible to be in the clubs all the time or, or just to do whatever. Um, but also, I, I'm also 44 years old. So so I'm also not that flexible anymore. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, <laughs> do I, I want to be in the club or do I want to go home and be in bed by 10 uh, 10 p.m.? I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the ladder. I didn't know that you're 40, I didn't know that you're 44. I thought that you were my age. Yeah, buddy. Oh man, no, thanks. I, that's a that's the best compliment I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> you're because you're really immature. I mean, yeah. you, like, yeah, you, I, act, yeah. you act like you're a 31 yeah. year old. Yeah, I you know I, I played it that long so well. I try to live a Toys R Us life, kid. You know, uh, <laughs> Toys R Us kid life. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, you know, so uh, you know, so kudos to you for you know just going ahead and. Uh, you know, figuring out what's what's important to you, which is your family, which is which is important, you know, so and then and obviously, you know, there's there's different outlets now with social media, with, you know, uh, different platforms to where you can actually uh, be in entertainment with your family, you know, TikTok, all this. So, you know, uh, being on stage and being a comedian on stage, you know, that's a uh, you know, you, you maybe that's a that's a that's a road you cross later on in life. You know, and and uh, so you know you just keep riding and and, and doing that. But uh, for right Thanks, now, it sounds, it sounds yeah, like you I, guess, I guess the I, I guess the stage will always be there, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always going to be there, man. And, and that's the thing. That's the beautiful thing about stand up comedy compared to something like playing professional sports. Um, you know, you, there, there's a time limit with professional sports, right? So, you know, 40 years old, you know, usually is like, you know, certain depends on what sport, but 40 years old is probably like the cutoff point, you know, uh, you know, mid thirties for sure. Um, but in oh, comedy, yeah, dude. I mean, just, just, be, just being 31, like I'm seeing signs that are, you know, starting to go downhill already. It's like, you oh, know, oh, like, for sure. like but I didn't used to hold fat right there. What the... When did that start happening? You know, <laughs> like where did that wrinkle come from? <laughs> Wait till you hit forty, buddy. Then it's all going. It's all downhill from there, man. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you're on your fortieth birthday. You're gonna have the best birthday of your life, right? And then on forty years old, and one day you're gonna be like, oh man, my man, my 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 eyes are sure going. My back is sure going. My knees are still hurt. Like, dude, it was crazy for me, man. So. 
you know, I'll be honest, like the last, like the last four years, I mean, I, I've definitely uh, come to terms with it, but like the last kind of like couple of years, man, I, I've been dealing with the fact of like, you know, I'm getting older, man, <laughs> you know? So, so it's like, yeah. I mean, honestly, sometimes when I get out of bed, I sound like a bowl of rice Krispies, man. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, <laughs> pop, bro, just what the heck, man. And oh, bro, uh, see, see, if you, see if you can hear these. Do you hear those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, dude, that's what, I got that's what getting old sounds like right there, man. No, <laughs> or too heavy or something. I don't know. No, you're good yeah. there. Getting old is. Oh, do you hear uh, that one? That one, was even, that one was even better, bro. Can't even crack my knuckles anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. Like I said, you know, you could, you could literally. You could literally die on the stage. You could be 97 years old doing comedy. So, you know, uh, whether whether you that's why, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of great comics that have started at, you know, in their 30s, 40s and 50s even uh, because it, it's a career that can last, you know, all your you, the, the, the rest of your life. So, you know, if you start at 50 and you die at 97, well, damn, dude, you've been doing comedy for now, you know, uh, 47 years. So, um, yeah. you know. So that's a, that's the cool thing about comedy. So you, you can always put it on hold and come back to it, you know, um, and uh, and that's it. Or you can build you can build an empire, a different entertainment empire around you that once you get followed, like I said, once when you build this following base that you could literally do stand up because you have this following. You know, even if you're not even known as a stand up comedian, per se, you just go to a club and be like, hey, boom, I got like you know, 2 million followers. <laughs> like, I want to, I'm going to do comedy here. And they're going to be like, yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, so that's the thing too, you know, so do, you know, it's, it's a good thing what you're doing, you know, spending time with your family, but you're still, you're Thanks. still in the entertainment business, man. You know? So that's good. Fa family is comedy though, bro. I mean, it's, it's yeah. like, <laughs> every every single day man like the the things that that i'm saying that i never thought that i'd have to say in my life like like honey don't kick your mom in the face please we are having yeah. we're all snuggling in bed <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 she and, and my daughter just gets really squirmy late late, late at night and just kind of antsy and stuff and that's where like okay it's bedtime no and so then we have that argument but um but yeah don't kick don't kick your mom in the face that was um that was that was that was a new one <laughs> I so I gotta be look, all right. Listen, no one's around. <laughs> so if you had to, if you had to give parenting or just raising a child, now again, don't virtue signal. All right, okay. if, you had to give, if you had to give it a Yelp review, now remember all the good things, right? Like all the good things, right? You're like five stars, five stars, five stars. Changing diapers, right? One star, one star, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. So if you had to give parenting and, and raising a kid a Yelp review, don't virtue signal where you at, buddy. How many stars are you giving it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would say I would say that the best days are 15 and the worst days are negative 15. How about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, see? And so so I do a joke about like, that. Like there's a lot that you get blindsided with that you just have no clue about because people don't like to talk about the stuff that they're embarrassed about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I mean. So, like, I don't have kids. I never had kids. Like, I thought, you know, I I think I would be a good dad. I believe I would be. You know what I mean? But yeah, but I always so anytime I get that itch where I'm like, oh, I want to have kids, I always ask my friends about their experiences. And again, if in my and like now tallying everything up, if having kids was a Yelp review. I think it's 2.8 stars at best. <laughs> right. So it's still above 50%. It's still above halfway. Right. So, yeah. uh, so okay, okay, so okay. I, think I think I'm just going to be forever Uncle Mike, dude. I think that's my thing. Yeah. I don't know. So I know that it's like totally not cool to talk about your material on the air. But bro, yeah. but you got this great joke that was always my favorite one. Like I was always waiting for the punchline because I knew people were gonna get pissed off and like totally appalled with it because that's just your style of humor. Yeah. But we got this sign that outside our house that says "Drive like your kids live here." Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So so one day I was so one day I was just driving right and uh and I saw one of those signs and I don't, so again twisted mind right comedian just always trying to always trying to create a punchline out of everything in life. Yeah, you right? gotta figure out what's wrong with the world. <laughs> That's yeah. <your> material. <laughs> so and, and what's even funnier about this story is that. Once I came up with this punchline, I immediately did a U-turn, pulled into the business that had that sign there. And I was like, oh, my God, do you guys, you know, this sign by your driveway? I got the greatest joke ever, right? So, and, uh, okay, right? So, yeah, so immediately, so I'm driving. I see that sign that says, uh, you know, please drive as if your kids live here. And immediately my mind goes to, well, well, hell, I'm, I, I don't have any kids, but just in case, I'm going to crash right into that house. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I've come this far without kids, you know. <laughs> hell no, you know, it's a, I'm not, yeah. So, what did they say? You know, so that's a, that's a, you know, it's a funny joke. And again, it's a joke, right? It's all comedy, you know, like, you know, I, I, I tell a lot of anti-kid jokes on stage, but like in reality, like, I, I, again, I'm Uncle Mike. I'm fun Uncle Mike. I, you know, I, I do love kids. Um, not not like in an R. Kelly way, you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, that's why I like, that's why I like, dude. <laughs> that's why, that's why, dude, I have a joke now that I'm doing like where I'm like, you know, again, on stage, my character is like anti-kid, you know what I mean? And I'm just yeah. like, and I'm like, you know, and that's why, that's why, guys, you know, I'm not a pedophile because I can barely stand being around a kid, let alone wanting to have sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, so, but you know what I mean? Like, like I, but it's, you know, it's like, dude, you know, so, um, but like, yeah, uh, but again, you know, off stage, like Uncle Mike, dude, I love, you know, again, it, you know, kids are the future, you know, kind of, I, I have that hope, right? We know it's not the like total truth, but there's, there's some, some kids are the future. We'll put it that way. Right. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, so, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think I'm just, I'm good with Uncle Mike, dude. <laughs> Unless God has a different plan for me at like 70 years old. Can you imagine that? That'd be just terrible. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like to find out that that was not your calling and you dedicated your whole life to it already. <laughs> yeah. And then just a 70 years old having a kid, man. That would just be, dude, oh, man. I'd be 90 years old going to my kid's graduation, dude. That'd be terrible, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think, you know, you hit it. You just, once you hit a, a, an age, dude, you just got to be like, all right. Now you got to think about your future kids. You're just like, I don't know, man. I can't walk my daughter down the aisle at, at 85 years old. You know what I mean? Like, they don't think I'm with their grandfather, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. So, nah, that's it. But that's good, man. You know, again, dude, like, do your thing. I know, I know, I know just knowing you, I know you have a good, I know you have a good thing going on in home with your kids. You know what I mean? Which, you, you know, and, and your wife. So, so family first, buddy. So you keep going. We're, we're we're really we're we're really blessed, bro. They're um they're my absolute best friends, and they're the people that I'm with all day, every day. I mean, today I haven't left the house. <laughs> we're working out, filming videos, teaching other people how to be healthier, um, teaching people how to eat what we eat, and just playing with my kids <laughs> in between sets, basically. Yeah. So so what so lots, what are you eating nowadays? What am I eating nowadays? Um, keep healthy, man. Yeah, meat, salt water and uh that's about it i'm just feeling better yeah. the, no no carbs anything else out yeah especially carbs um it's, it's not something that carbs um uh, car carbs really ramp up my appetite and so yeah being able to be in tune with my satiety signals is uh is just kind of impossible like i can't ever tell if i'm really hungry or not or, or if it's like a or if, it, or if it's like some sort of trigger response or something so Man, that, kudos to you, dude. Yeah, but bro, I mean, hey, you're you, you live you live around all the Mexican food, so I, uh, I respect you for. <laughs> Do you know how terrible a burrito would be without the <laughs> flour shell? <laughs> <laughs> and and not only that, do you know how terrible terrible it would be if I went to the restaurant and was like, oh uh, yeah, I like a burrito without the flour shell, dude. Like, <laughs> They just come with a plate of slop, dude. It's just like, uh, 
No, yeah. I, I, honestly, though, man, I'm 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 about to get on that. I'm about to get on that regimen, honestly, man. So if you if you if you had to put a count on your carb intake per day, do you have a number on it? Are you zero? Or... Oh yeah. Do you want to know what my carb intake is to the exact number? Are uh, you zero intake or what's up? No. So the only carbs that I eat are these things here. One of them every single day. It's a keto brick. And uh, everything else outside of that right now is ground beef and um, and like other types of beef because beef in the United States is taken care of and fed a lot healthier than like chicken and pork. And so um, I'm finding less histamine responses, less inflammation, better recovery, better sleep, better bedroom life. You know, sleep obviously is what we're talking about. And so um, that's good for your body, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, eliminating eliminating everything to the foods that I know for sure have been working for me has been super helpful. So total carbs for the day would be, bam, says it on the front of the label, 14 grams total carbs per 1,000 calorie brick. Yeah, so Man. 30 grams of protein, 91 grams of fat in these guys. So you, so you don't eat you don't eat things like carrots, right? Because they have sugar in it, right? Like a lot, don't a lot of like, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, I'd no, be no proof. Right? I think, I think the, I think the fiber would throw me off more than anything. Um, not, not, ha not having any fiber is, is, um, it's kind of weird for some people to wrap their head around because we've been told our entire lives that fiber is good for us. Um, I feel ten times better without fiber, and I haven't had fiber for quite some time now, and. Um, I'm one one and done first thing in the morning, like like clock like clockwork every single day, never any stool issues. Um, when you cut fiber initially, if you have been eating fiber like every single day your entire life, those first couple trips to the bathroom for like depending on the person, maybe a couple days or is up to I think my last guy that I um got on a meat and salt diet took about two weeks <laughs> of yeah. uh, pleasant bathroom visits and uh is doing great now. But yeah, yeah. Fi fi fiber for me is always, it's it's not something that your body can even digest. And so, yeah, it helps push things through, but it take but it strips you of a lot of other nutrients along with it, essentially is what fiber does. What, 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 what's your percentage of beef? Do you do, uh, do you do the 73% or do you, like, are you on a high fat beef or a low fat lean? Oh, it's really funny. You ask, uh, I'm, I'm doing 80, 20 and that's always what I teach because right in the middle. okay, yeah. Cause that's kind of what anybody can, what can get their hands on, but I don't think it really makes a lot of difference at all, actually, because when you cook 73% fat beef, it, um, it's, if you know, if, excuse me, if the um, 73% lean beef, which would be 27% fat, right? Yeah. So that just means that more fat is going to cook out. And so less fat is going to cook out of the leaner ones. So by the end of the day, as long as it looks the same, um, I kind of eyeball it from there because I really don't think there's a way to be more accurate with it. Assum yeah. Assuming that the label is 100% accurate either. Hope that's a roundabout answer to your question. <laughs> no, 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 that's why. That's why I only. That's why I only get fifty percent beef because on my George Foreman grill, everything's ninety percent. You know what I mean? So it's like all that fat just cooks right out. <laughs> you know, dude, how cheap do you think? Dude, they they can't even sell that probably legally. You know, imagine going in there and be like, oh yeah, can I get a fifty percent? <laughs> yeah, fifty fat. You know, uh, yeah, I like. Uh, no, that's good. You got to you got to be careful if it's an open flame grill too, because we got this. Um, we got we, so so we we got this smoker. It's a really really nice smoker. Like we don't have a whole lot of nice stuff, but this is one of the things that we have that is really really nice. It's a really nice smoker, and <laughs> I can't remember what I cooked on it. This was two, this was two weeks ago. I'm ninety nine percent. It was two or three weeks ago because it must have been right before I started the beef butter and bricks challenge. Um, about 20 days into that right now, just having beef and keto bricks. But um, but I think it was the week before, though, and I'm 99% sure that it was pork belly that I was cooking. Um, I just wanted to smoke all of it, and I showed it to my wife, Taylor. I was like, babe, you're sure, because she does 10 times better than I do. I was like, you're sure this is not going to cause, like, a, a, an open flame or a gas flame or something, right? Because those are a lot, because when gas catches on fire, or, or when, when when fat catches on fire, or grease, that is never a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you need you need to call 911 if that happens. Yeah. So she was like, uh, 
I think you'll be okay. And I was like, all right, good enough for me. And so I went ahead and did it. I knew it was a bad idea. And yeah, about 15 minutes later, the um we we had we had the fire squad over it and everything. <laughs> that was that was a dad fail. That was like 10 o'clock yeah. at night too, man, after the end of a hard work day. I was, oh. I was just like, seriously. <laughs> all right. Listen, was it a, was it a, but it wasn't a total dad fail because it was communication with the mom as well. And she also gave thumbs up. So that was a co-parenting fail. So <laughs> yeah. don't be so hard on yourself, right? Oh, there are smoke alarms going off, bro. It was. Yeah. <laughs> you asked Taylor first. Yeah, you'll be all right. You know what I mean? I like how she brushed it off. Just like, yeah, yeah, you'll be all right. You know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Think her, I think her mind, mindset was, okay, my husband really wants to smoke that pork. And he's probably going to, and he's probably just going to do it no matter what. So, okay, here we go. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Yo, do you think the fire department sends you a bill for that? <laughs> <laughs> they they, sh they should have, man. <laughs> I know. I wonder. I want. I always wonder that. You know. What I, I, mean? I, I felt. I felt so bad for him. I, I was like. I, I was like. I'm sorry, guys. Like, it, it, yeah. This is. This is why this happened. I knew it was a bad idea. I'm so. I'm so yeah. sorry. I mean, do you want some water or something? Hey, do you want. You want some smoked pork? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like. They're. They're so mad. They're like, oh, I got dressed for this, dude. I could have put this out in my flip flops. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah dude no I, i've always wanted i've always wondered like if uh something like that and you have to call them and they come like do they send you a bill dude like uh, you know, like, like oh here oh fire services aren't free buddy <laughs> just sitting you know, uh, i don't know you know i figure i was like my taxes pay for this right <laughs> dude like well, like, well, like well, well now well now you know you got the green light there yeah, dude, that's crazy, man. Dude, that's funny, dude. Yeah. All right, well, shoot, man. Well, that's cool, dude. So just uh, and the salt. So the salt intake, you know, how 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 does that play into it? And then, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. what what is the myth and, and the, the facts versus like, you know, bad and good salt, you know, like in, in a sense, you know, because you, you hear everyone say bad, you know, salt is bad. Salt is bad. You know, right. I hear it all the time. I love salt. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So basically when it, when it comes to how the world views salt um, and, and the, and just the fear of consuming salt in general, um, that's because there's a lot of, and, and, and even the reason that people think that salt has anything to do with heart disease is because it, it's always in high correlation. So somebody that has heart disease has heart disease for, you know, it could be a number of reasons, but um, dietary, um, when, in, in, in the context of um, nutrition, um, that would be chronic overconsumption of, uh, of basically everything. You're just eating too much food and you're eating food that's bad for you. And um, it's not the sodium that's the problem. It's just you're going to be eating a lot of sodium if you're eating a lot of unhealthy foods, right? And so it's not the sodium that necessarily um, causes it. Although overconsuming sodium is just flat out a bad idea. Um, it's hard to do if you're on a whole foods diet, right? Um, if you're going out and eating, then yeah. What, and, if you're, um, and, and if you're using like the salt that's on just like any, um, any, any restaurant table, that's a very refined sodium chloride that's completely stripped of all the other nutrients that it should have in it. And so um, it's kind of like eating 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 sugar versus eating a sweet potato like yeah they're both glucose but they affect your body completely differently same yeah. same thing with an un unhealthy salt versus like a sea salt the sea salt is going to have all the rest of that mineral profile that it needs which actually makes the sodium content quite a bit lower so if you're sticking with sea salts that have moisture in them and that have all these other minerals in them um you're pretty safe there and it's it's, it's pretty tough to overdo it like you would have to try to overdo it to the point to where your food's just not going to taste appetizing anymore because it's too salty. Yeah. Do you, uh, are you just like kind of like a dash dash of sea salt or are you like, dude, I, I coat my steak in sea salt and like, you know. <laughs> hey everyone, Coach Taylor Milton here. Welcome to Skull Bells TV, the official YouTube channel of supersetyourlife.com where you're going to discover a weekly upload of quick and easy to follow workout tutorials featuring Coach Colt, myself, or one of our athletes to keep your workouts fun, practical, and effective. Our family's latest keto carnivore recipes that fuel Colt's competitions and keep myself and our kiddos strong and healthy. 
video uploads of the supersetyourlife.com podcast, now over 100 episodes, your weekly dose of entertainment, education, and inspiration to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym, and much more. Last thing before we get into the video, we're asking a big favor from you. This has been working beautifully, so if you would please think of someone you care about that would benefit from this video, go ahead and smash that like button, click the share button, and text this video to them. That would mean the world to us. And while you're at it, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss more exciting content from School Bells TV because our team has lots of meat and lots of muscle coming your way, and I promise you won't want to miss it. When you hit the subscribe button, you'll see a bell icon pop up. You want to click that too so you're notified every time we release a new video. Thank you so much for the support. It means the world to us. Every like, share, and subscription helps our channel grow and supports our family's hard work. So thank you so much for doing your part too. That's all we ask. God bless you and please enjoy this video. My favorite favorite salt of all time would definitely be Mackay Pier. It's one that it's one that we get from Celtic Sea Salt um, in in uh, in in Hawaii. I can't remember exactly what Hawaiian Hawaiian island it is, but the taste is just out of this world. Like obsessed with it. <laughs> Um, it's got a super high magnesium content in it too. And so the kosher salt that we get from Guatemala, I don't know why, but it seems like all the salts that they source out of the, um, like the Pacific ocean, it seems like those all have a higher magnesium content based on the data sheets that I've, that I've been looking at. So, um, so I try to get a healthy amount of those and then a healthy amount of, um, a pink potassium cave salt. It has a one-to-one -one potassium ratio. And that's the other weird thing I've been noticing is that salts that are sourced from caves always have a really high amount of potassium. I don't know why. It's just I find that interesting. Um, and then, yeah, so between so between those and then um, Celtic sea salt fine gray, that one's sourced out of France. Um, that one has a good amount of iodine in it too. Iodine is something important to have if you ever go from like a high carb diet or a or a standard American diet to a more whole foods based diet. Um, a lot of processed foods have a high amount of iodine in it. So it's not something that we really should need as a human species, but over the years of um, eating um, a standard American diet for quite some time now, we've become um, dependent on high amounts of potassium and high amounts of iodine because there's so many of them in the form of preservatives in, in processed foods. Um, wow. So, yeah. So going from a, going from a, um, a standard American diet to a meat-based diet, especially if you're removing carbs, um, you might notice some deficiencies in things like iodine, um, potassium, and some of these other trace minerals. So having a salt that has all those nutrient bases covered, um, kind of a smart move if you're heading that direction or like any, or, or any, or any type of, um, electrolyte supplement, like Relite, LMNT, there's a lot of good companies out there. Nice, man. Okay, dude. That's awesome, man. All right. So I have to ask, well, I have to ask this though, for sure, man. So do you have a cheat day? And if you do, when is it? How often is it? And what do you like to eat if you do? Or are you just like, we don't, there are no days off here, buddy. That's us. Yeah. So, so there's eliminators and there's moderators. Um, eliminators are best, um, like, like me. And it's, it's, it's kind of like personality types. Everybody's a little bit different, right? Um, I operate best if I just kind of like abstain from everything and, and stick to only the foods that I know work. Um, I mean, like my, my body's a temple, right? And so I want to, I want to, I want to treat it that way. And so, um, anything that's, that's not gonna help that cause, I'm just like, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's just never really worth it. Kind of like drinking alcohol. I mean, you know, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't drink, I don't drink alcohol anymore. And yeah. it's not that I have anything against it. It's, it's just like, every time I drink it, I just don't really feel as good anymore. And so I've just, yeah. it's a poison, just, man. It's a poison to your body. Yeah. You know? there's, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing healthy about it. What are you drinking now? Not poison. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> No, it is a, it is a, it truly is a poison to your body. And then, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but no, dude, that's, that's, that's amazing, man. You know, and I think, uh, and again, that's good too, because, you know, there are people that are like, oh, I cheat day every, on like every Friday, I go get a large right. pizza, you know, and yeah, it's like, so 
so like some of so like some of our clients are like that bro and and, and like they and they have to have like a weekly reoccurring pizza yeah. or 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 like or like a or like some of them is just like hey like i just want to have a couple of drinks a week it's like great you know you're still you're still 95 percent of the, of the way on track and, and I, got, I got my i got my vices too artificial sweeteners bro i love artificial sweeteners i know they're bad for my gut but I'm not gonna. Yeah. Oh, I like them. <laughs> I, I like my art. When when I'm working out, I gotta be drinking something sweet. What are you artificially sweet? What are you artificially sweetening? <laughs> uh, workout supplements. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Like you add, you like you add to them. You add to your workout supplements and make them sweeter. No, so you can get the ones that are non-sweetened, which is like all of our clients get those ones because they're yeah. smart and they're doing what they should be doing. And yeah, yeah. it's like I should probably be doing the same thing. But I'm like, uh, I, I mean, like my whole life, I've I've always been drinking like either a Gatorade or like a freaking uh, or a pre-workout or an energy drink or something to get you in the zone to work out. Otherwise, that switch just like doesn't click on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's de it's definitely a placebo thing, but I like it. I really like the way that um, I mean, it's 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 just basically tastes like a lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, so do you so you get the non-sweetened stuff and then you add like packets of like Splenda or, or like, oh, no, sorry. Um, uh, but, but it's basically sweetened with the same thing because Splenda, I believe is sucralose basically. And so, um, that's what's in pretty much all of our metabolic nutrition supplements. So all, all the supplements that I do take are, uh, metabolic nutrition. They're, they're our supplier, um, based out of Florida. And, um, and so, and so they have non-flavored versions and they have flavored versions. So the flavored versions would be sweetened with something like sucralose in it. Oh, okay. And, and, I, and I think that's the only sweetener that they ever use is, is sucralose. Um, and then the non, and the, the non-sweetened ones, um, I just, I, I just don't like the taste. I'm like, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think a lot of it's placebo too. It's like, I've, I'm, I'm drinking, I'm drinking this pump formula, right. And it tastes like lemonade. And when, it, and when, and when my body drinks that lemonade, <laughs> I just, I just feel like I get a really good pump and I do it work yeah. out. The you know, placebo is real, man. That that your mind—that's how strong your mind is, man. Like honestly, you ever you ever like, bro? I've I've, I've like took a I took a drink of something that I thought was something else and didn't even taste like what I was drinking. You know what I mean? Like that's that's real, man. You know. <laughs> um, so for for your people that do on so the people that do need their cheat day, do you have advice? as to far as far as like what is a good cheat option you know what i mean oh, like yeah. instead of going like gusto like i'm gonna you know first <laughs> one meal you know just like i'm getting seven chili dogs like nah man that's not a good like what's a good cheat meal you know um what's your what's your budget like on this cheat meal well you know i'm, I'm saying like would pizza be a good is pizza a good cheat meal is it popeye's chicken oh, okay so, so like you know, if so like, so like if someone, every, everybody has their thing, their vice, like yeah. their one or two foods that they really don't want to give up. And like, if they did, they would kind of, they would kind of um, just not be cool with it <laughs> or they, or they would get, or they would get anxious about it. Right. Um, that's what you really want to avoid because that makes a diet um, unsustainable. So if some, so if someone says, I want to, I want to have pizza once a week, I'm, I'm like, okay, why do you want to have pizza once a week? Do you like going out with your friends and maybe you guys could go to maybe you could, uh, suggest a healthier option? Or if, if, if you're just like, no, I just really like pizza. Um, there's a whole bunch of ways that you can make a keto pizza that tastes really, really good. So yes. I'm kind yes. of going some in that direction. I'm kind of getting the impression that you like pizza. <laughs> I, do, I do like pizza, but I've also, I've, I've made keto pizzas with uh, a cheese based crust. Yeah. Where, yeah. I just, I just fried up cheese, you know, and then. Oh, heck yeah. We do that all the time. The kids love it. Oh, it was so good. And then the, and then the sauce and the cheese and then the meats, uh, you know, when I was on a, a strict diet, but, uh, that's the thing, man. That's the thing about diets, dude. They're they're hard to maintain, and uh, you know you truly have to be dedicated and, and, and truly have to you know be disciplined. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you know I'm di I, like I go on spurts. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm about to start a diet here soon, and it's like all right, cool, and then. I'll be back to drinking soda and eating pizza soon. <laughs> right on. As, 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 long, as long as it's not a plant-based diet, whatever you do, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know, man. You, so you don't eat the impossible, the impossible Whopper? 
<laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, bro, you got a siren going off over there. Maybe so. Maybe yeah, put that, put that grill on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah. I had to close my. I had to close my windows, so you know, it wasn't so loud. <laughs> I live. I live on an intersection where that. Uh, yeah, they like to use uh, this route. So you know, and I and I and here I was in, in in Southern California thinking, wow. I wonder why my rent is so cheap. <laughs> really nice neighborhood. In this really nice neighborhood. And it's like, dude, it was like, I wonder why they only, you know, they all they would only show the place, you know, certain times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, um, yeah, dude. So well what, what hey, part of what, what part of LA do you live in? I, I'm in uh not to brag, but I no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm in Glendale. <laughs> yeah. Glendale, you know, Ooh, like, honestly, it, uh, it's crazy because like coming from Seattle, like I was, uh, I was in like the heart of Seattle. So, you know, walking out of my apartment, dude, there would just be people shooting up and like, you know, and, uh, you know, vagabonds everywhere where, where like now I, I walk out of my what, apartment. What, what part of Seattle were you living in again? Like, I don't think Beer, I you know, Burien area. And so, you know, oh, there was yeah. a lot of unfortunate drug use and homelessness and uh and and not like not the homelessness that's like you know all oh, people are down on their luck you know what i mean because i dude i i have a i have a side of my heart for that you know but when you have people that actually choose to kind of live that life in order to you know kind of stay out of you know under the radar or whatever um and and they you know they're they're in a life of crime like there's a difference between a life of crime homelessness and then people who are just down on their luck homelessness right so every time i would walk out of my house it would be the crime of the you know crime people homelessness right where you know here i walk out of my house and they look at me and they think i'm the homeless person <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving like I'm driving like a 2003, you know, Chrysler 300M, and they're like, "Hey, bro, get the get out of here!" <laughs> dude, there's this like G wagon, dude. There's like G wagons, Lambo, Lambos, Ferraris, just like, dude. Oh yeah, bro, I've been there. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like, there's a lot of money here, but you know, we're you know, uh, when I say we, I say my heterosexual life partner. <laughs> Uh, my my buddy, my my comedic buddy, Aaron, you know, um, Aaron Yankoski, super funny comedian. Um, he also served 20 years in the military and he just retired. So now he's actually getting the chance to chase this dream. So that's why we came to L.A. together. Cause, oh, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, wait. It's, it's, it's one of those things, man. You know, you, you when you're doing like entertainment like this and, you, and you're in a city per se like Seattle. And Seattle's a big city, in my opinion, as far as comedy and just entertainment like i wouldn't say it's like the top five comedy but i would definitely it's in the argument for top 10 like it's you know it's just such a great scene and under underground scene um but also it's like all right there's there's definitely like a ceiling that you're going to hit so it's like do you want to be a big fish in a small pond or do you want to try to you know you're, you'd be a small fish in a big pond and officially and then try to grow into a big fish right in a big pond so yeah uh, so that that was the reason to come to la and uh you know it's it's it, it's it's a roller coaster you know it has its ups and downs uh both yeah, business wise and personal wise you know um it's it's definitely a big it's a big place you know uh so you know you could definitely drive up to an hour to go do comedy sometimes, you know, it sounds, yeah, yeah. You can go to Hollywood, man, just hang out in those, you know, six block radius and just hit up all these like little mics and, 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 uh, and big venues like the improv or, or comedy store. And, you know, but, you know, getting chances of getting on those stages are sometimes a little harder or you have to pay to get on those stages. Yeah. So it's a whole, it's a whole new world here. You know, sometimes you can sometimes you can go into a, a place and 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 spend three hours. They do a lottery system here and it's uh, you put your name on a ticket, put it in a bucket and you sit there and for and they'll, they'll have this open mic for three I hours. Hate lotteries. I went to a few of those. Three, in, in Seattle. three hours. Yeah. Three hours. And you could sit there and still not get picked. You know, and that can happen, dude. And depending on your luck or whatever, 
Can you imagine that going to this mic five days a week and not getting picked those? So you just spent, you know, basically 15 hours of your week, not doing what you love to do. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you got, when you come here, man, you got to be prepared for that. And I think also you have to be like, you got to be ready, man. Like you have to be when, when it calls, man, when the stage calls, you have to be ready. And you, and if someone's watching you, you know, you got to be ready to perform, you know, like, cause that could be your chance, you know? And uh, so it's, it's kind of, you know, when people say like, Oh, like, should I move out to LA? Uh, am I, you know, whatever it's, I kind of think of that Billy Madison scene where, you know, like when the kids are like, Hey, Billy, what's high school like? And he, and he grabs him by the cheek and he's like, never leave here, you know, never like, that's almost yeah. kind of like what it feels like. Like, you know, you want to, like, I want to grab my friend from Seattle and be like, don't, you know, just stay where you're at. Just stay where you're at. You're going to, you know, you'll be happier. You know, you'll be, you'll get a lot more stage time. Keep developing. And once you become great and undeniable, that's when you come here. Because that's the kind when of you, time to pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not great and I'm not undeniable, but I'm also from LA and this is my home. So I was like, it wasn't also an easy transition for me because I'm a Cali boy. So I love this, you know, and uh, what do you do to keep yourself busy when you're like waiting at a, um, at, at a lottery? Because whenever, whenever I was having to do that, like I would just, I was just like hoping my name would get picked and I'm just kind of writing, writing my material or my uh, first one lighter I was going to pull out or something. Yeah. So that, so that's a, it's kind of a catch 22, you know, it's a, just a double edged sword, right? So you got to choose between, you're either going to like stay and watch every single comic that gets pulled. Right. And hopefully your name gets pulled or, you know, you can maybe even use that time to network. So maybe you kind of sneak out to the front where everyone now, again, I, I don't smoke. So, you know, whatever, but uh, you know, people were smoking cigarettes or just hanging out in general, you know, so sometimes maybe just sneaking out and just kind of, Oh, hey guys, what's going on over here? And, and networking with, you know, just different groups and just different people. I think, again, I think with comedy, I think networking, um, I'm, I, I like to think I'm good at it, but I, I get, I don't, I guess I'm not. Do you know what I mean? But uh, I, I feel like that's one of the biggest proponents to doing this business. It's not just being funny. In fact, I think sometimes being funny is, is under networking you know for sure uh, unless again unless you are just unless everything you say is either like you know philosophical or like just laugh out loud funny like unless it's one of those things like everything you say then that's when you become undeniable and then once you become undeniable it doesn't matter who you meet or who you know people are like, I have to have this guy. I have to have, I have to have Dave Chappelle on my show. You know what I mean? I have to have so you know, so-and-so on my show because they're saying real stuff and they're, and they're, and they're just, they're just undeniable, you know? And, uh, but even Dave Chappelle, you know, even back when he started, he had to network, he had to go out there and do the grind. If uh, I had to, if I had to, if, if I had to describe Dave Chappelle in one word, it would be undeniable for sure. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and again, and he says some controversial stuff. And, I, and again, too, I think, you know, the things he says, I think you also have to kind of, you know, go between the layers and just understand that, like it's comedy and he and he's sometimes saying it for the shock value. Yes, there's probably some truth to what he's saying as far as what he believes. You know what I mean? Like it's like you know, Donald Trump. It's like Bart K. It's like you really over deliver your point. K, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, need to so, take offense to it. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> like, all right, but you know, in, in the end, he's an entertainment, he's a comic, you know. Um, you know, just like with George Carlin. George Carlin went from somebody who was telling jokes that was getting laughs to somebody who everything he said was a applause. It was an applause break. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you'd laugh, but for the most part, you're like, wow, man, what you just said was really, was really profound. And, and, uh, and yeah, that's exactly how whatever system that you're talking about works, you know? So, um, yeah, dude, um, it, I, again, just so, so going to a mic and spending three hours there, hoping that your name gets picked. It's just one of the, again, it's like, what, what do you want to do? That's, do you want to, 
that, that's that's where you need a that's where you need yeah. a comedy buddy, bro. That that's where that that's where like you like you were you were the guy that got me through days like that. You know? Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm not surprised to see that you have that same uh, camaraderie, camaraderie that you were just describing earlier. Yeah. And I, and it is, I think it is important to have like at least, at least a comedy buddy, if not more, do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. unfortunately that's how comedy is. And I think that's how a lot of things is. It's, it's clicky. I don't like it. I like, I want to just kind of, I, I just want to be with it. I just want to be cool. You, you and I were kind of the ones that never really fit in with it, with, with, the, with the, with the clicks in Seattle. Huh? Oh, yeah. it just, it's, well, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, dude, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to sit there and just be like, Oh, Hey, you know, you're, you're so funny. You're so great. Can I sit with you? No, it's just like, dude, I'm a, I'm a human being. You're a human being. We're doing something the same. You know, it doesn't matter a lot, you know, all right, cool. You don't like my material. That's fine. I don't have a problem. You know, who I am on stage is not necessarily who I am off stage, right? So, you know, who I am on stage, again, I'm an old, I'm an older comic. So like I have that old school mentality of, you know, that that kind of edgy er material. I, I I'm not an edge lord. You know, I don't I don't purposely say things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I don't say I don't say things just to say them, just to you know. If I don't stand below, like I don't say the f word, I don't say the n word, I don't say you know. You don't you don't say you don't say the f word on stage, really. I mean, dude, the only way I would say something, and I'm, I'll just say it right here, like, and again, the only way I would say something like the word like retarded or you know uh, faggot would be it would have to be a joke to where that word is not used in a malicious way towards the people that it has been described about. So, right, 100%. For, example, so for example, a long time ago, I wrote a joke back when uh, the Ukraine uh, war popped off. And you remember when like everyone was sanctioning Russia about like, they were like, all right, you're, you're, you're not in this. You're not the Olympics was like, you're, we're not inviting Russia to the Olympics. Um, I did a joke where I said, Man, you know, this like Russia, you are messing up, man. You they're not inviting like even the Special Olympics has now decided that they're not going to allow Russia to participate in their events, citing the reason they don't want to expose their athletes to a bunch of retards. You know what I mean? So like, you know, because again, the idea like what Russia is doing is stupid, you know what I mean? And and that, now that's not a, and again, when I use that word, I'm not I'm not using it towards the people that have been, you know, oppressed by that word, by meaning like special or ability people, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I've never even used that word ever in my life towards that. It's always just kind of meant stupid to me. Never like, uh, it never meant like the, you know, a person per se. So, you know, and that, and, and so again, and I've said that joke maybe twice and it's a time piece, right? You can't, I can't say that now. The, the war has been going on for, Friggin' two years almost now, you know, it seems like at least. And uh right. and it's like so those sanctions happen early in the earlier in that thing, and, and I said that joke twice, boom, it's over. But you know, again, I don't say it just to say, oh, I got to say the you know, that word, you know, per se, and and and, and whatnot. So, you know, I, I believe in free speech, but I also believe that uh there are certain things that shouldn't be said as far as in the context, uh as in the context to be used in a malicious way right? right so so there was a comic up there screaming the n-word um it's not funny it's that's not funny it's not anything in context you know someone you know again what whatever your opinion is on louis ck and what he's done you know again i'm, I'm not necessarily a fan of his and uh and and what he's done is that's he's gonna have to deal with that i would never have him on a show per se right um Right. But, you know, he has a joke where he says the N word and the way he does it um, is it works. Does that make sense? So it, it works, you know what I mean? Um, because it's not done in a malicious way. And, and the way he says it is just kind of he's just kind of saying it from a third person perspective. Right. So, you know, it's like it can be done. But again, it has to be super smart has to be you really you really have to have some discretion around it um I, I i went through a phase where i was using the f word a lot um uh, because I, I i really see nothing wrong with it i i, I see nothing wrong with I the word the, and I I think the f -word. 
I'm sorry, buddy. I use the F word. I use the four letter F word. I don't use the F word that describes a certain class of people. Does that make sense? I, 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 yes, I, I agree with you 100% loud and clear on that. Yeah, sure. yeah. So you, um, so you, yeah, the F we'll word. Talk, so talk about the four letter word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All day. All day. Um, I do. Yeah, and, and like right, okay, like it's 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 an exclam but it's it can be used as an exclamation point. Like you know, I've 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 been to Tony Robbins seminars to where it's like he uses the word a lot. I'm like, wow, okay, the way that he does it is is really really effective. It really is. Um, some you know, I I, I think I think that um, if it was used back in biblical times, I don't know, maybe it would maybe he'd be in there. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that. Um, there's, Dude, that'd be, can you imagine Jesus just walking into like the temples and seeing these guys setting up shop for money and be like, what the fuck is I doing, dude? Like, <laughs> just, just flipping tables and like, what the fuck, you know? Dude, I mean, that, you, you know what? It, it's just that that word wasn't in the Greek, though. And so it, it, it could probably be translated that way. I don't know. <laughs> that, that one, dude, Jesus is just like. Can you believe this shit right here? <laughs> just, <laughs> it, like, dude, it's like, what it, like you get to heaven, you're like, Peter, I haven't cursed all my life. And Peter's just like, yeah. oh, you should have, because you know, it's a <laughs> fest in here, dude. <laughs> dude, it's the streets are gold and honey and, and milk and all that shit, but everyone's just like, yo, F this and <laughs> and you know what? If you're if you're listening to this and if you're offended by anything that Mike just said, don't read the book of Revelation because that's yeah, yeah, yeah. ten times worse than anything he just said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you know, like that's why, dude. I can't that dude, my, dude. Bro, there's heaven, a okay, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, my heaven, dude. I, I feel like, dude, there's just gonna be football all the time, dude. We're gonna be tailgating by the pearly gates, bro. That's gonna be dude, it's gonna be the best, dude. Just like I think Michael Jackson's going to be there, but I don't know, man. <laughs> what if we get there and he is, and we're just like, ah, see, we were wrong. Everyone was wrong, but I yeah. wasn't wrong. I wasn't yeah. wrong. If, if you're if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna sing, um, oh, what's my what's my favorite song? Favorite song of his, um, bad, bad something. Ah. Oh, beat it. Yeah, no, beat it. Yeah, if he, it. if he does yeah. a song, beat it. I'm there front row, but yeah, someone's got to watch my kids because they're not going to go near it. <laughs> um, so, dude, in, in John chapter 20, there's totally a joke here. So uh, so she ran. This is Mary Magdalene. So she ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where, <laughs> where, where, where they put him. At that, Peter and the other disciple went out heading for the tomb. The two were running together. But the other disciple outran Peter and got to the tomb first. So John wrote that. <laughs> and that's like totally out of context. He's just saying, oh, by the way, and I beat him. It, it was it was a race to Jesus, and I got there first. <laughs> that's basically what he says. Uh, John, John chapter 20, everybody. <laughs> Check it out. John was like, uh, yeah, Peter likes a lot of carbs, uh, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he was on performance-enhancing drugs, blah, blah. Look, there's more of the story. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's like, see, I, he's like, John, I, I eat fish. Peter eats a lot of the bread, you know, a lot of panna in Peter's diet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm, panna. Okay. Um, yeah. so, so, dude, I want to keep talking for like another hour, but I got a meeting starting. And I know you do, buddy. I know. Man. Cool. Well, uh, I do have one question that I wanted to ask, though, that I was actually dying to ask you. Yeah. It's a serious question. Is that all right to have a serious question? Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Um, I sent this to you on DM. Yeah. So how do you incorporate self-deprecating humor? Because that's that's kind of important as a comedian, right? And that's kind of how you get your securities out. And it, it, can, it can be therapeutic to write jokes about things that, that you don't like about yourself, right? Um, yeah. So how do you do that without beating yourself up? And 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 like getting into a negative mindset, getting inside yeah. your head in a bad way. I, I think I think you just nailed it exactly. I think that's the important part. It, it, um, um, I think like self-deprecating humor. Um, if that's like if that's your crutch that you lean on, I find it kind of hacky. To be honest with you, um, mm -hmm. I don't I don't have a problem with you know with a little kind of jab at yourself, but the but. The reason I say this is because when you're up there 
you want to you want to have this confidence about you right you want to you know you have whether it's 100 people or 20,000 people they're all staring at you you know what i mean so you just kind of want to have this confidence about you and i think it, i think if you spend a part of, like a good part of your set or doing comedy just kind of downgrading yourself like it kind of takes away from that i i don't know i mean i get i guess it can be funny to to the to the untrained ear, I guess, of comedy per se. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I try not to do too much self-deprecating about myself. Um, I mean, I could, you know, I could be like, oh, even just right now, I'd be like, oh, I look like I, you know, I look like I sell cigarettes to eighth graders. You know what I mean? Like, I, so that's, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, boom. Like, you know, like I look like I hang out at skate parks and, and sell cigarettes to eighth graders, right? So, you know, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a simple little boom, boom, little boom. I could say that real quick. Uh, but I definitely don't dwell. I, do, I don't sit here and, you know, like I have a joke where I say, you know, I've been single for four years. Um, I guess you can't be picky and ugly. That shit don't work. You know I mean? yeah, so, that, that was always one of my favorite ones. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, so I, you know, again, do I, am I Brad Pitt? No. Am I, you know, again, but do I, do I think I'm, I'm boo-foo ugly? No. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, 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 I have confidence in myself. And so, but like a jab like that, it's a funny little jab. It's whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if I was like, if I honestly, man, again, if I, but if I look like you, I couldn't say that, you know what I mean? That'd be, that'd be dumb to say, you know, it's like, <laughs> I would just like it look like a jerk if I said that. Well, no, well, you know, so, I mean, cause you know, you're, you're definitely, you know, you, you have the body type and you have a good, you know, you're a good looking young man, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just sit there and say, oh, I'm ugly. You know, it just wouldn't work for you. You know what I mean? Where again, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm sure I'm kind of a little bit schlubbier, you know, per se, so I can get away with it. But also I know I'm not ugly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know I'm, I'm, I'm handsome at least at, 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 to, to a certain degree. Right. So, you know, that's, that's more for the crowd, but again, it's a little quick jab, but I'm not going to sit there and just keep dwelling on it. I'm not going to keep saying, oh, you know, this, that, like, I want, I want these people to, you know, really come on a journey with me. And especially if I'm doing something for an hour or up to an hour, uh, again, I don't want them looking at me, you know, as something less than, you know what I mean? Than what I want them to be. So I wouldn't like, I don't want to beat up on myself because then the whole time they're just going to be like, Oh man, just, I wish this guy would make fun of himself again or or something like that. Or I don't know. So, you know, there's a time and place for it. Um, I don't think it's something to kind of like, you know, hang a crutch, hang your, hang your hat on and, and use as a crutch. But, um, but, but, you know, some people can do it, you know, some people can pull it off. I think for, in order to pull it off, you have to be one of those people to, you know what I mean? To, to justify the means. Right. So it's gotta um, be like a white elephant in the room type thing to where it's like, okay, you're thinking this about me. I'm going to, I'm good. I'm going to, I'm going to, put those words in your mouth that you're trying to figure out how to say. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and that's why I like a lot of like, you know, heavy, heavy set comedians, you know, like super set comedians. Yeah. Never going to think about super set the same again now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, a lot of those kind of comedians, they almost rely on that, you know, right. To get those kind of jabs in to kind of ease, like ease the, you know, uh, ease the crowd in because that's all, that's also something too. Like, all right, cool, man. Well, now you kind of got them off guard or whatever, because you know, you're, you're, you're heavy set or you're super set. So now you're, you know, but again, I also find that kind of hacky too, because it's like, you know, how many, all right, we get, we get it, man. There's fat jokes, you know, we get it. And, I, and then, then you just kind of feel bad for them. You're like, okay, move, move on, move on to something a little more. Yeah, and, and we get it. You're fat. So you can make those jokes. We get that. But, I, but dude, I, I hear it all the time. You know, that's just like, this is like comics who have a Jewish, Jewish heritage. Like when they, when they just do like jokes, ex, like kind of exploiting that heritage, it's like, all right, guy, man, like we've, we've been there. We've heard this stuff, man. Like, you know, don't don't use that as your, you know, catapult to fame or, or to, to being funny because, you know, exploiting your heritage or, or doing, you know what I mean? It's 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 just recycled stuff, man. And, I, and it's like you're going to hear it all, you know, to everyone. It's just like anything, just like music, man, you know, you know, or movies and music. You know, it's like, dude. 
how, how many notes are there in the world? Eventually, you know, we're going to start playing the same notes, you know, and we're already playing the same movies, you know what I mean? And, and we're already, there's, you know, how many, there's, how many people can say, you know, Oh, women be shopping. You know what I mean? Like, you know, or, you know, Asians can't drive like, dude, all right, man, that shit was funny in the eighties and nineties. And, and, you know, and there's definitely, there's definitely a stigma to that, but like, you, like, you can be like, more creative than that. Like, come on, man. Like, let's, let's move it on. You know, like, like I said, you know, so, um, so, you know, again, I, me personally, I try not to be too self-deprecating. I'll throw in a, a jab there and there, because again, I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm not chiseled. I know I'm not fucking, you know, beautiful, but I mean, like, so I'll throw it in there, but also I want, I want to maintain this kind of confidence on the stage because that confidence allows me to say some of the things that I do say that, you know what I mean? That again, because I say it with confidence and I say it with like a, I don't care what you guys think attitude. That's what makes it work sometimes. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, again, that's why that whole, the joke with the boat, you know what I mean? Like if I, you know, if anyone, if I ever say a joke and so, and, and then the crowd pulls back and like, whoa, 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 I, I stop and I say, guys, relax. These are just jokes. I don't own a boat. You know what I mean? And then it just, it just brings them all back, you know, because earlier I, I talk about because you're telling them to relax, but there's another punchline behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. one of those, that's one of those ones where the, the art, the art of tagging. The, the way that you're the way that you're able to get to to take a really simple concept and get so much mileage out of it I've always admired that about your act yeah yeah and that and that's you know and that's a that's a huge thing too man like you because you can literally if you're if you're good enough and dedicated enough to sit there and and I, I'm not I'll be honest like I'm, I, I tag but I'm not like but you can you can turn one joke into like a, a minute joke you can turn into like a five ten minute joke if you just sit there and truly dissect it and just take every word that you're saying in your first initial joke and just dissect it and say, what can play on this word? What can do on this? What can, you know, how can I make, how can this compare and contrast to this? How can, you know what I mean? You can, you can do that, man. And make a, very, can, can I make a list of three out of this to where you're expecting the third one to be the same as the first two subjects, but you send them for a trip and it's a different punchline. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty about comedy, man. You know, it, it gives us a chance to express ourselves and to say things that, you know, again, we are in a world where you, you do have to kind of tippy toe a little bit more, you know, which is understandable. I get it. You know, the, you know, the eighties and nineties comedy great, but, um, but yeah, but going back and watching that now, it's like, there's a lot of cringe stuff, you know, and it's just like, because you want to, because we are trying to be better as a people. So like, we don't, you know, like back then we were just like, ha, ah, but now as we look back, we're just like, yeah, that's just, that wasn't, that was an inappropriate thing to say to, to, a, to, a, a, to an oppressed people per se. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, so, but again, I'm not, I'm not afraid though. I'm, I say crazy things. I say silly things, but I definitely try as hard as I can to, to, to make it to where it's not really going to affect somebody or a group of people, you know, might, might want, might, might hit up, might get, you know, might make one person mad and they're going to be white. I can tell you now, but, uh, <laughs> and it's going to be a woman. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's true though. I know we're joking, but, uh, no, uh, but no, you know, so, you know, uh, just like anything in this world, man, comedy has to evolve. And, uh, you know, and, and, and as as people who do have a platform and, and if we ever get to that certain, you know, fame level that I do believe that we have a responsibility to, you know, report, you know, you know, again, again, it, it's just that scale, man. It's that scale as a comedian. When you get to that point, do you just want to continue telling dick and fart jokes or do you want to actually talk about the real stuff in the world and like what's going on? It might not be as funny, but it's, it's going to leave like you, the, the audience member leaving here with a different perspective, maybe, or definitely something feeling inside. Right. So, so you put the, you put the two, you put the two opposite extremes together and you get something pretty special, pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah, dude, you can, you can talk about that stuff and, and be like, and five minutes later, be like, Hey guys, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, but again, I think when you, you know, when you have that certain level, like me personally, if I get to that level, yeah, I'm, I definitely would want to probably talk, talk more about, and again, you know, Oh, here comes a, a straight white man. Let's hear what his perspective is. But you know, I don't necessarily identify. I just, I'm, I'm Mike Parker, man. You know what I mean? Like don't put labels on me and stuff like that. Like yeah. you don't know, you don't know who I support. You don't know, you know, who I, I'm actually like what I feel is on the right side of history. So it's like, you know, um, and so, you know, we'll just, uh, we'll just take it one stage at a time and, uh, hopefully not get canceled. <laughs> hey, man. Well, here's to not being canceled. Where can people, where's the best place for people to find out about you and your content, my man? Yeah. So, so, um, right now, uh, it would be at my apartment if you just want to come to my house and hang out, but, uh, no, cause I'm just not good. at. Okay, I'm going to put your address in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try, I'm trying to get better at social media, but, uh, just, you know, just follow me, take a, follow me on Instagram at Mike Parker jokes. You, you, you can't mess that up, you know? So, uh, or, or, or on Facebook, you know, friend me, I'll friend you back. Uh, and, if you, uh, if you have an interesting profile. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if, if you're a real person, you know what I mean? Like, go and, and, it's, and listen, and if I accept your friend request, don't invite me to any of your groups or to play <laughs> yeah, seriously. games. Cause immediately I will delete you. You know what I mean? So I'm going to make I'd sure probably, put, I'm going to make sure I put you in our superset um, uh, fans only page. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Instagram's better. Cause it looks better if I have more followers, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't TikTok though. I, I should, I guess. Uh, that's what that's they're doing. Yeah. But, uh, well, listen, buddy. Hey, man, it's been real, man. Thank you very much for having me, dude. And it was has great. Been real. And we need to we need to catch up one of these times and maybe not record it too. That'd be a good idea, yeah. right? Yeah, no doubt. I'll have you fly out here, man. We'll just gonna hang out in in, in Cali, dude. You know? oh, so, I'm there. Just keep me away from the Mexican restaurants. Yeah, you, got, you got some clients out here, so you gotta do. See, as a business owner, you have to like, you know, you have to take business trips. I know, man, one more time. Hey, let's go watch the show. I know the guy to go see. <laughs> you can write them off and then you can yeah. go visit You can go visit your clients and make sure they have what they need. And then we can kick it, dude. So, you know, so anytime you're ready, man. Thank but you. uh, yeah, give Taylor my love. You know what I'm saying? You guys, thank you so much for having me. And uh, I, I wish you the most, you know, success moving forward and continue living that family life, buddy. Keep doing it, buddy. Thanks, brother. I'm praying for you, too. Much love, right, man. God bless, man. God bless you, too, brother. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this entire episode. If you found this entertaining, please do two things right now. Go ahead and shoot this over to a friend, share it, and uh, make sure that you follow Mike, all right? If you did not laugh in this episode, I think you need a better sense of humor. <laughs> but seriously, though, God bless you. Thanks so much for joining, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye.